You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked? It's funny, just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. So it, it goes on and on about converting your kids and it says some other stuff. And I think that so the, the YouTube video has been made private by the San Francisco uh, gay men's choir. They said it's private because there was a, obviously uh, a massive backlash against it. <clears throat> and so, and, and they're, the way they're trying to angle it is that it, it, it was said in jest, like it's meant to be funny, like, which, yeah, it, and, of course, that would be funny to people that don't have kids, I suppose. Like, you wouldn't understand you're so tone deaf because you spend your time trying to uh, basically give give him, give give him another man an enema, but whatever. Is that okay? Can we say that? No, I don't see why not. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, what I'm trying to figure out, and I'm, my, maybe my mind's playing catch-up, but how are you going to convert kids if you're born gay? <laughs> yeah that's very true because we keep hearing about well, how this became, isn't a choice and how you're born that way but i think that's yet, why that they're trying that it's supposed to be in jest i suppose like that's maybe why they're saying it's just to basically spit in your eye and say hey, you know what i mean like completely off base not okay dude like can we just leave the kids alone for once and I, I i know the listeners uh have to be getting tired of hearing about this i'm tired of hearing about it but when your culture is being saturated in it it, it should we and, and hey look dude email us but hey no better yet if you're tired of hearing about it do something about it you know well i mean, I mean well, we the can't thing, the thing yeah i know what i'm tired of hearing about it too i'm tired of hearing about it i'm tired of seeing it i'm tired of infiltrating every angle of our lives it's on the i don't even watch tv but it's on every news outlet and everywhere you go now you see this crap NFL everywhere is gay. everywhere yeah. you go yeah and so it's like nascar is gay exactly boxing is gay yeah. mma is gay conor mcgregor came out as gay yeah so it's like okay not true oh well, I mean, okay, sorry. June is gay. Tenth? <laughs> the whole month of June. What yeah. month were you born? Not June. That month is gay. No, sir. You can't say gay is a disparaging insult, though, anymore. If you can't use the other word, you're also not allowed to use gay as a disparaging remark. Which other word? I'm lost. Well, I thought the other day that, it, like, queer was okay now. Not for you. It's like the N-word. You can't. No, it ain't good for you. What, negotiable? Hmm? No, that's not for you. It's for queer people, right? No, I think that's how I it is. I literally don't know. That's why well, there was a question mark at the end of my sentence. Well, I don't know. If, if you have to ask, the answer is no. You can't use that, which I use queer all the time. So what do you do? I mean, what would be the PC term then? People that live an alternative lifestyle. Well, I mean, no, you just have to call them by the, them, they, their pronoun thing, right? Sure. But, and, and that 
they muddy the waters like that on purpose, but I mean, what do you make of, of these people being so flamboyant and indignant and, and um, making a song like that and then taking it down when they, when they feel the heat? And like that's and the thing is when uh, the producer saying about people doing something, people did do something. They they ratioed that video in the comment section was just lethal, and so. And the thing is, it's, well, it's, good. I haven't seen that. It's definitely not funny when, and and I don't have the statistics in front of me, but I know that predominantly the cases of of pedophilia um, against boys is predominantly perpetuated by gay men not heterosexual men. And so you used to be attacked, you know, to, I was attacked at 19 years old for saying, you know, asking a woman who was pro gay marriage at the time, would you be comfortable if you had a son letting a gay man babysit your son? And she wasn't, but said that I was a bigot because I would even pose that question. But the statistics were that, that what they are then and now, as far as the rate of homosexual men's that commit child molestation. That doesn't mean to say I'm not. And so don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm not saying that all gay men are child molesters. I didn't say that, but statistically speaking, the majority of men that molest boys, more of them are homosexual than heterosexual, which is a big deal when homosexual people comprise such a small amount of the population. And so you see that um, statistics like this across other issues as well, but then people will try to convince you that, no, that's not what it is. There's all these other underlying factors, and there's not. Common sense is common sense. Statistics are statistics. Facts are facts. So that being the case, is this really funny? Absolutely, freaking lutely not on zero levels. This is funny on no level. It makes me angry. Of course it does, and that's why they're doing it. And so, but I think that's one of the things that you're seeing is, is um and follow me while I ramble here, but I think that the left keeps ta- vilifying regular people as, um, you know, white supremacists. And so even, even patriotic black men are white. Literally, Candace Owens, is they call her a white supremacist. That's how stupid it is. And so um, Ben Carson, bam, white supremacist. Brandon Tatum, boom, white supremacist. And so, but I think what what they've tried to do, so when you see the amount of um, crime, the crime increase, I think that they need, they they need someone to, to be, a, a, a white person to be in a capacity where they have to defend themselves against a black assailant so they can vilify this person, talk about how, they, you know, especially if they, they're a Trump supporter. And I think it, it kind of works hand in hand with this too. Like, oh, look, see, you hate gay people. Trump supporter kills a gay person. Because you're trying to molest their kid. Yeah. I just, they're always so disingenuous. Their tactics are always underhanded. Otherwise, why would you do something like that right there? What, what purpose does that serve? If you really are concerned with the larger scope of public opinion of what home, the, your, and you said agenda, not me. Like, and to, even if that was said with indignation, to pretend there is no LGBTQ plus P, whatever it is, political lobby, that's absolutely patently false. There is, and you, and that political lobby, absolutely, like every other political lobby, has an unequivocal agenda. Everybody knows what it is. Your target is children. So you can say that this was in jest, but no, it was serious. You meant what you said. And that's the thing, too. We, you, we live, you have to be responsible for the things that you say and do. Joking or not, everybody else does. Dave Chappelle did. 
we can name a litany of people that had to be responsible in multiple capacities for the words that came out of their freaking mouth because you canceled them all. So basically, F you, dude. And all you other tweets. And not only that, when, when you watch more of the video and the course actually comes in, you've got them all like the Brady Bunch squares. It's probably 30 people. All white. <laughs> so, I mean, you people are so foolish. It's, it's sickening, dude. But Yeah, I mean, if you really care... If, like you said, the the optics of the LGBTQ plus whatever community, then why would you go smack the hornet's nest of every parent out there in in America in the world? Because they know there's no repercussions. And but they that's think what I'm saying. Cute. Like you're you're asking for somebody to you're you're asking for something, and, and you're writing a check, and it's going to be cashed. And, and but if they're if, not careful, yeah. But if it was, you know good and well, that would be a hate crime. That's like, why they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. So I think like, that people so need you, to be you, careful. Like, you, you, Pete, all this is construed by design. For And Rex and I have talked about for years the reaction that the left wants. The reaction needs somebody to pop. That's what they want. It ain't going to happen. It but it's like that happen. bully. I mean, it, it's like that bully on the schoolyard that takes your lunch money. He takes it today. He takes it tomorrow. You come back the next day, pop that dude in the nose, and he cries foul. Well, the I, difference in this it, dynamic is that it would be the principal and all the support, the, the staff at the school would support the bully and then punish you yeah. for defending yourself. And that's the dynamic that we currently have right now in this political climate and with this governance. So that's why people need to realize black people aren't your enemy. Uh, um, gay people aren't your enemy. But maybe they are. <laughs> but we're getting run roughshod heterosexual white males and i mean just males in general uh, heterosexuals whatever getting run roughshod over the 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 squeaky wheel i mean that's that's what the the vast majority are getting run roughshod yeah, but, but, but the thing is that these people they're not the squeaky wheel this is again it's coercion tactics these people are being coerced into doing these things they're being coerced into believing the nonsensical but everybody else is being coerced into believing that this is the majority of thought. Yeah, it's a it's mouse not. with a microphone. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. This isn't what the majority thinks. We are the silent majority. But yet these guys got a platform and, you know, he's... And an entire support structure. Yeah, absolutely. To make it seem like there's, there's more of them and their voice is louder and there's more... That, that they have more support than, than ever... And they don't. We saw it last week with yeah, that with the lady in Los Angeles with the uh, in the Wee Spa, like in a liberal in a liberal state in a liberal town. People are still tired of this stupid movement mm -hmm. and like all of this fictitious nonsense of people. Like, no, I'm a woman. No, you're not. You have a penis. You're a man. That's <laughs> you're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, you're the party. born that way. Yeah. You can't change your DNA. Yeah. You will forever be a male. Yeah, you're the party of science. So yeah, let's but, let's but get down happened, to it. Though. You they, have a they, penis. You're a man. They supported the tranny, though, and so that I think that's why they people who? have the the spa. They let. Them, oh, I mean, those people are stuck in the middle. They have no idea. I'm just saying that. But but you had people in that spa. The one doing the video and, and and being the loudest, and then people, you know, bystanders, whatever, saying, hey, I want my money back. This ain't what I signed up for. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Right, but the, the only point that I was making, though, is that that, that um, their support 
um, extends to the government also at multiple levels. So, um, and you already said it yourself. If you know these, a hate uh, anything against these people is a hate crime, no matter what they say or do. Yeah. And so even if they are joking about molesting people's children, whatever, converting people's children or dude, which that's a thing. Everybody knows you don't mess with anybody's children, and yet it's not now, smart. No, it's, it's really not. But like that's you guys continually push the envelope, but and we're on the way to the very next headline. And I thought this was beautiful and articulate, and uh, of course she got roundly criticized. And that's the beautiful thing about some of these celebrities that don't have to give a crap. But this is on uh, law enforcement today. Actress Kirstie Alley warns Hollywood is conditioning society to ultimately be accepting of pedophiles. I've thought this for years. On Friday, July 2nd, in a set of tweets, actress Kirstie Alley shared a belief that the United States is on its way to accepting pedophilia. Let's see. Breitbart News reported that the cheer star tweeted, was watching TV. We've gone too far, in my opinion. I feel sorry for our children. Their exposure to everything perverse on every kind of screen is mind-boggling. And even more tragic, being hyped is, quote, normal. In her series of tweets, her 1.5 million followers, she added, no other generation has had such easy access to the underbelly of humanity. So many screens and chronic bombardment of images and concepts. Our current society would have been praised, I'm sorry, would have been praising how do you pronounce this? Caligula. Caligula. Protect your children. In two follow-up posts, the actress seemed to try and explain what she meant. I'm kind of on a roll, but my heart's heavy with this. Sh- that's, been, that's been crammed down our kids' throats. A, quote, moral code is not old-fashioned. Morals are simply, simply guidelines for better survival. Explicit sexual, quote, education and, quote, select ideals being forced on kids is not better survival. She added, people are becoming so open-minded that down the, ro- that down the road they will support pedophilia as people just loving children or as people just loving children. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. It's the direction this insanity is headed. You can, you can okay, boomer me all you want, but this is where we will veer unless we change. Um, she wrote, also wrote, my generation has zero public sex talk and zero sex education. In health class, we did talk about periods, sort of. But I can honestly say sex came fairly naturally when the occasion arose. I love the way twisty twists twist my fears about children's futures into I'm against adults having their choice of partners. Funny how all roads lead to that. I could care less who adults love or sleep with. My topic today was children being exposed to dark things. And so uh, LGBTQ publication Queer T claimed that Allie's concerns were nonsensical by saying, quote, former actress Kirstie Alley took to Twitter this morning to rant incoherently. That wasn't incoherent by any stretch of the imagination. That was actually pretty articulate and... Yeah. And you notice how they started with former actress? Right. Yes. It was very succinct. Um, About something she had just watched on television. Though she didn't say exactly what she had seen based on her remarks, it seems to have been about teaching LGBTQ issues and sex ed in schools. God forbid we teach our children to be more kind and accepting of others. And so you look at that... the the obscurity they try to implement right there. Uh, well, hold the phone on that real quick. God forbid we teach our children to be more accepting of others. What was that first video that we just watched? Exactly. Did that seem real tolerant? Did that seem real accepting? No, because it did the homosexual like community. trying to force feed my children. The LGBTQ that- lobby and the, L- the the community that is vocal is the most one of the, if not the most intolerant subset of the population that exists. 
And so, and while, while they'll sit there and say those things, things about Christianity, everybody knows that Christianity's example is led by Jesus Christ. Now, is that in complete fulfillment within society? No, everybody knows that. But they're not like this. You don't get the indignation, the smart-ass pop, the compl- just the whole smart aleck, smarmy, scathing demeanor. And so, but the thing is, um, though she didn't say exactly what she had seen based on her remarks, it seems to have been, have been, seems to have been, that you don't know. It doesn't seem anything. It seems to have been about teaching LGBTQ issues. No, you're not teaching anything. You're forcing, and that's what she said. So you can't change it to what you want it to be. That's number one. Issues in sex ed in schools. God forbid we teach teach our children to be more kind. So wait a minute. Are we teaching sex education? Or are we teaching kindness? Because you can teach kindness without having any sex talk whatsoever at all. See, that's the, the hook. And I can't believe that people are dumb enough to fall for that, for that little... Tr- non-trick because it's not slick you're not you know what i'm saying like you're not near as smart and dynamic and cunning as you think you are you're a dumb god forbid we teach our children be more kind except no it doesn't see it doesn't have anything to do with that she didn't say anything about kindness she said she can support any adults doing what they want but your focal point always was always is and always will be the children that's your end game and she said it and you don't like people speaking the truth that the truth hurts, and it's just like shining a freaking light in a room full of cockroach, a dark room full of cockroaches, dude. You scatter. It doesn't have anything to do with kindness or acceptance. You're accepted. Period. Stop freaking focusing on the children. Stop talking about the children. Stop trying to coerce and push stuff onto children. It's it's there's no business. It's nothing. Even if it's heterosexual sex, the kids don't need to know about it. And, uh, and, yeah, absolutely. And because I keep hearing elementary and middle school. Elementary and middle. Elementary and mm-mm. But, dude, really, but by the time kids are in high school, they're starting to get an idea. But, dude, the, the, the natural, and this is not up for debate. This isn't bigotry or hatred. The natural default mechanisms for human beings instinctually is heterosexuality, period. That you can't procreate any other way. And so, let's teach kids that. Now, that doesn't mean you teach kids that quote-unquote hate people look but abnormal behavior is abnormal we're not going to glorify sanctify promote and and glorify abnormal behavior it's just it's not intelligent so and if people don't like that then don't listen yeah well i mean it's absolutely true though because i mean like you said that isn't it's an abnormality i mean if if i had six fingers on one hand that would be an abnormality that's different like that's not normal yeah so i need you to glorify my six-fingered hand well dude and and i need you to treat it like it's the norm i need to treat i need you to treat it like everybody's got six fingers i don't really think that that's uh uh, enough though you you you're either gonna treat this like six this six fingers is normal i'm gonna cuss you out and treat you like crap try to sue you and demand that you bake me a cake you know what i'm saying like it's it's absolute, and she even said it. It's, it's insanity. This insanity is leading here, and so it doesn't have. In in all actuality, it it doesn't have anything to do with the abnormal behavior of actual homosexuality. Nobody has a problem with consenting adults in the privacy of their own home doing whatever you want. Well, the That's fact fine. of the matter is, why should anybody even know? Amen to that. I mean, if honestly, what happened to discretion? Like just. Oh, Hollywood and the media have done away with all of that. Do whatever it is you want to. Nobody needs to know. Like, I I don't have to know your business. You don't have to know mine. 
and it it's none of my business. As a matter of fact, I would rather not know it. And but that comes with humility. And as a society, we lack humility. Everyone's all about themselves and pushing their own agenda. But you know, being humble is is just it's gone. Man, it's go. You can't find. You can't only find humble people. But anymore. what is the purpose behind that agenda on an individual basis? Why, like, so the reason, like, young children or young young people, high school, what 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 makes them attach themselves to said agenda, though? So so that that can even be their agenda. Why do they lock onto that instead of having looking forward into life about having a successful career and, and building a worthwhile, productive lifestyle? Why is the focal point any type of agenda, much less this agenda? Why is that? Anybody? Could it have anything to do with the massive amounts of coercion that this this in, installed in all forms of media that Christy Alley just talked about? That's, oh, I mean, it's, it's, dude, they, yeah. it's for sure there. You That's put a pre- it's just, just like the girl we talked about last week, the Demi Lovato person. You whacked out self. And again, dude, and I've got more to rant on Facebook. I could do it all day long. But dude, the, the social media um, sphere... It is sick. That's where all this stuff festers and breed, breeds and grows, where young people are exposed to this stuff. And so parents being lackadaisical and putting their kids in front of a TV or an electronic device, and that's what she's talking about, dude. They get saturated with you can't monitor this stuff 24-7. You have to ensure that this stuff isn't coming into your household. This is the same thing I say about pornography. And so because it's and Disney is well known for pushing this agenda. We talked about Sesame Street. That's you have to armor your house up, dude. And that's where that stuff comes from. So that can even be an agenda. You know what I mean? And so why, do, why isn't a personal agenda about your own self-improvement and your own success in an individual level? You, why do you even have to identify with any other subsect of society in a group? Why? And, but that's the thing, though. The, the media has, has compartmentalized and put people into their own little subsets of culture because united we stand, divided we fall. Always, and that's that's what yeah. this is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you could choose a million other topics, that, you know, to put emphasis on aside from sex. I mean, you could teach a kid to fish, sure. and then, I mean, at least the kid would be able to feed himself. Mm-hmm. What are you going to be able to do to make yourself a more successful adult throughout life with knowledge of if your primary focus is this yes what are you going to do what what how is that going to make you more productive love wins <laughs> love is love love wins that's what i'm saying like you could teach them to fish or hunt and love or does archery. win you could teach them to play freaking chess for all i care mm-hmm. you would still i mean you could sit across a chessboard with someone and actually engage in like critical thoughts something mm-hmm. Yeah, and and your mind wouldn't be corrupted and polluted with nonsensical garbage. It's true. I, I. So you know, and I mean, I know you're not a huge fan of sports, but geez, Louise, put your kid in sports. <laughs> no, I mean, I, no, 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 that, that, no, no, I, I, no, kids in sports is great. Um, a premium society, a, a premium uh, concentration of society on things like the NFL where people know every single stat of NFL and how many, yeah. you know, thread count Tom Brady's jockstrap is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but they don't know any of their electric representation. They don't know the three basic branches of government, yeah. but the, that that's not smart. Is And like, that's, that's not good. That's my beef with, oh. with, with sports. Well, that's what I was going to say. Cause that does teach them some kind of structure, some kind absolutely. of discipline for sure. Work ethic, things like yeah, that. And actually, then just absolutely. the physical exercise and yeah. ability that goes along with it. Yeah. 
I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of football overall, dude. Baseball, uh, basketball is cool. Wrestling's awesome. Uh, stuff like that. But I don't, I'm just not a big fan of football. That's, but I mean, if you want your kids want to play football, cool. Let your kids play football. I don't care. But I'm not saying football's bad. I just, I'm not a fan of that one specifically. I just I hate the premium that's put on football by everybody. You see the game? <laughs> <laughs> no. Because and there's a, a guy at work, man, and. Uh, all the time, like he he says that I pay too much attention to the news. Everything's fine if you just ignore the news. And so today, oh, yeah, it's all fine if you put your head in the sand. Uh, so he was t- uh, he's from yeah, Chicago. Try not opening your mail. He was uh, <laughs> he was from Chicago. He's from Chicago rather, and uh, he. Um, oh, why do you move out of Chicago? I wonder. Yeah. Well, he was uh, kind of. We was talking about like the. He was talking about the spike in, in crime, and so I mentioned what Lori Lightfoot had said the uh, about the spike in crime was because of Donald Trump's rhetoric. So they're still doing that, and uh, she never said that. You can take anything out of context. Said no, dude. I, I I can pull it up right here, and you can just watch her say it in living color online. And, uh, you you got to stop watching these these podcasts from sheds. Dude, I don't listen to podcasts from a shed. We make a podcast from a shed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was like, dude, I said, you're just... And so I pulled it up, and just the first one I clicked on was Fox News. I'll see Fox News. Fox News, not real. I said, so wait a minute, dude. You're attacking the source and not the information. Did she say it or not? Like, yeah. that that makes no sense, dude, because, dude, you love CNN. I could do this. It is silliness, dude. But the thing is, his, premium, his primary focus is on sports. Is really irrelevant this day and it couldn't be more. Well, that's what they do. That's what they did in this last article right there. You attack the source, like they come out former actor, mm-hmm. you know, like and and she's she's incoherent or she's like her she's rambling. You know, that wasn't like, a. Ra- which, and, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I'm just saying, like they attacked the the person and not actually delve down into the information that this person's no because they can't they don't want to like i said it's it's the light on a freaking dark room full of cockroaches you don't you don't want to go toward the light they want to go away from it but that's what they do though they muddy the waters and 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 they 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 put a premium on a lack of clarity and so um they don't want to focus on what she's saying that that's that that's a primary goal and dude as somebody that's argued the way i argue for years like i've done that i've used that same tactic in a somewhat different capacity before Dude, you tr- like it's that's irrelevant. But um, that the, what I was going to say though is about the the way they're doing that. You won't see that same type of. They won't apply that same rule to let's say the the bimbo from Who's the Boss. I don't even know her name. Is uh, it Alyssa Milano? That, is that one. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you want to talk about? It's uh, not even a has been. It never was. Yeah. Dude, but you stick your stupid freaking face on it. Like, she was at the Kavanaugh hearings. Yes. Dude, and, and when you talk about, like, quote-unquote, doing something, who would not like to slap the nose off your stupid face? <laughs> you know what I mean? Get out of here. You're Get out. And so that was the thing, too, with, like, the whole um, Me Too movement. Um, what's the other one? that uh, The other woman from the, the witch thing that with the bald head. Uh she outed Alyssa Milano uh, for for supporting Harvey Weinstein and and uh, and the people that are committing some of these things. And so, on a on a side note, you know, Cosby got out last week on a technicality. So, 
my, my brother, it's not necessarily a disagreement. He's, he's right. I, I mean, I guess Cosby, I don't know the, the whole legalities of it. My brother's a lot more familiar with it, but, um, the civil suit, the criminal suit, like he had, he had admitted to drugging some women. I, I, I don't know. I do. This is what I do know. He was doing a basically what equated to a tour talking about black America and the things they needed to do and stop, you know, basically like raise your kids and stop depending on the government, stuff like that, like speaking truth, truth, to power. But uh, so the left came after him. And I know that the primary accuser, the one that he went down for, and I don't know what she looked like then, but it almost reminded me of the Blazy Ford as of the Blazy Ford woman, because it, it, she was like rail thin, like stick body, looked like a mountain, like not very feminine at all covered in like a, a tattoo sleeve. She looked like w what you would think is like a stereotypical like dyke. Is that, is that okay to say? Not sure. Don't care. I don't, so, I don't, yeah, I don't have a PC rule book for today. Okay. So I, I don't know, like uh, whatever, dude. Like I don't, I, I suppose he did it, but that, so either way, either you did that and a la Harvey Weinstein until somebody find like, because there's so much of that stuff in Hollywood. Hollywood is a disgusting, repugnant cesspool. And so I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for your stinking kids. No, you, you would have got away with it if you never would have spoke the truth and tried to say something positive and factual to affect good, positive societal change instead of dragging people down with nonsense. And so, and one of the things that he was saying is like the dialect, what they refer to as Ebonics, that, that, that he doesn't like that, he can't understand it, and that people should stop doing that. And I don't think that's a negative thing. I think that would be a more positive thing because, dude, if, if you come in for an interview and you're talking X, Y, and Z, like if you're a business owner, you can't have someone seriously talking like that to serious clientele. That's not racist. That's not big, but this is a silly, that's just a, a nonsensical way to talk. And so, and that's what he was saying. And personally, I believe, it, whether he was doing it or not, the reason I think that, that he got caught and they went after him is because he was doing that. It's just my opinion, though. Maybe so. I, I don't know. I know this. <laughs> if that was you or I, we'd be in prison. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> dude. But that, no, no, he's, he's absolutely exercising white privilege. Right? <laughs> no? Yeah, it'd be my white privilege to sit behind bars. <laughs> my brother sent a meme. <laughs> and it was, uh, I just snorted on air. That's great. Uh, it was, uh, it was him, like double vision. It says, if you see this, it's too late. <laughs> Which is pretty good. Okay, all right. He's that's, already that's, slipped you a roofie. Yeah, we got to do something else, dude. On the so hey, and listen, I, I just wanted to say this uh, because, and the reason we haven't done it sooner is because the stuff has been developing over the long term, and it's going to continue to develop over the long term. Everybody that we talk to, especially that I talk to, I guess I'm not going to speak for everybody, but um, since everyone that knows me knows that I'm pretty political, and even people that don't know me well, or they'll steer the conversation towards politics and everybody is the same thing. The primary focus, the primary concern nationally with everyone that's not even, again, pol super political people, but anybody that even slightly leans right is election integrity and the fact that the election was stolen. And so that's one of the things that we're going to start to make more of a focus. And um, we get tired of talking about some of these issues too, as far as what we just discussed 
But again, when this is so prevalent in society, we have to touch on some of this. People need to be aware of these things. And people, I kind of think like we're doing, this is our obligation. It's our show. Like people need to be aware. You know what I mean? And I think that a lack of awareness has, has led us to this point, but we're also, we want to, we'd like to start focusing, which we're going to start to see probably not hard numbers just yet, but we're going to start getting report more reports than we're already getting out of Maricopa County, Arizona. And there's other uh, Pennsylvania is doing everything they can to uh, begin a forensic audit like Arizona did. So a lot of the pe people don't know what's going on there because the mainstream media is not going to cover it and people don't have the, um, the, the gas in the tank to, to be looking at this stuff. So, which is why I know the, the, the people that I personally know that listen to our show, listen to it to get that kind of information. So we're going to start putting a little bit more of a focal point on that. And if there's anything else that people would like us to cover, info at Common Man's Common Sense. And one of the things that I keep forgetting to mention while I'm doing this is uh, we can take calls. So um, people are free to call in when we were like, we, we can, um, we usually record on Thursday evenings. And so um, we can, we can manage that through email. If people want yeah, to Yeah, just send us an email, info at commonmanscommonsense.com. And send us an email. We can definitely schedule a call in. Yeah. And, and even if you disagree with us, Rex would love to have a debate with you. Love it. While I point and laugh at him while he loses. That was rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, he wouldn't lose. I was just looking up a poll from Politico. It says 70% of Republicans uh, don't think the election was free and fair. Yeah. So What's wrong with the other 30%? Yeah, no kidding. Well, they probably just were paranoid, so they, you know what I mean? Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. Well, when they're threatening to come to, the door, to your door to check on your vaccines, I'll let you segue right into that. Oh, by the way, to uh, subscribe and like our podcast. Because what do we, like, our listeners, oh, is, sure. our, our, our listenership is going up and up and up and up every time. We've got, like, a quite a, like, surprising amount of listeners now. Um, yeah. it's But up the subscriptions would be good, too. And like the podcast. This also says 78% believe that mail-in voting led to widespread voter fraud, and 72% believe that the ballots were tampered with. 84% said that it benefited Biden. No. And it was beneficial to you-know-who. And those people are all wrong. And that's one of the things, too. Um, what, uh, the, the, the guy with the terrible glasses, the uh, attorney general under Trump at the end, fat guy. Oh, uh, Barr, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, Bill Barr. Barr. Bill yeah. Barr. Roseanne Barr. And one of the things <laughs> that sucks is that when, when Trump was in uh, the uh, medical facility um, with COVID, he, that all those people amassed, the entire time Donald Trump was in the hospital, there was a crowd of, dude, the, the, I don't give a damn, dude. This country adores Donald Trump by and large, dude. They love this man. And with good reason, in my opinion, I love Donald Trump. I don't, I don't care what anybody thinks about it. But uh, this massive group of people was outside the hospital to show support. And uh, Bill Barr had got out, like, was driving by and then got out and, like, was talking to them and getting pictures with them and stuff like that. And so be before the election, in all of the interviews, you're saying, you know, if, if there's, if there's um, universal mail-in balloting, it'll be more fraud than you've ever seen. After the election, ah, there's no fraud. That's stupid. That's yeah. Dude, your pockets look a lot different now. Something's changed. Yeah. Why do you have that briefcase handcuffed around <laughs> yeah. your wrist? Get out of here, dude. It's but terrible. I, and, but and, the, and there's a reason people love Trump. 
for one, I mean, that he's he's crude in the way he speaks and all of that, and that's absolutely fine with me. It doesn't hurt my feelings for sure. a bit. But 100%. Americans got used to voting for politicians that did nothing. Mm-hmm. So this guy came straight out of the gate and as not being a politician, and he said, you know, we're going to build a wall and we're going to secure the border. And we're gonna move the uh, we're gonna move the embassy to Jerusalem, and, and we're gonna and, get out of Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah, we're gonna get out. Yeah, and and you know what? We're gonna get tired of winning. We're gonna mm-hmm. do some fair trade deals. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna be energy independent. Like all of these things, and we're so used. I mean, this it's the really one of the and maybe the only president I can think of that did some real change for the good since I've been on this planet. For the so, good of regular Americans, yeah, absolutely. I mean, what, what did what did the pipeline hurt? What did those and and you know all of those guys are out of a job now, and they well you know go find green jobs. Mm-hmm. Okay, where are those at? Yeah, I, I'm I'm not qualified to do a green job. Like I don't have the skill set. What I have is the skill set to build a pipeline. Well, do, but that's the thing though too. I don't know. I, they never quantified what a green job was, and and all the Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, John Kerry, uh, uh, none of these people have really quantified what that means. Oh, wind, wind and solar. Okay, well that's what I'm saying. What if you're, specifically, if you're qualified to weld a pipeline. I don't know how much welding there is do you involved think, in a solar panel. Do you think that my plan is palatable for the podcast that we talk about? What's that? Your plan? Yeah, to have overweight people charge the batteries with exercise <laughs> bikes to power the. I mean, look, dude, we have a obesity epidemic in this country, and since we're communist now, anyway, we should force the. <laughs> you're we should, talking about putting everybody on the grid. Yeah, look, dude. If you're fat, you can charge my batteries for me, dude. But look, here's the thing. I'm sorry for this. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Once you get under a certain body mass index, other fat people can charge charge batteries for you. But dude, your fat is tearing up tires. You know what I'm saying you're going through. You're, yeah. <laughs> is this is this not okay? No idea. I have no idea. <laughs> This is it. It's a joke. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Keep going. Dude, you're wearing out tires We're fast. Out here. You're, you're we dipped our the toe road. in the water, Look, and then we just jumped in. It's four 350-pound people riding in a truck versus four people the size of me and Rex. Which one? Hey, uh, what one's happened burning? to me? <laughs> what you ride out? Yeah, I, I, I noticed what? that. Okay, all right. So are you trying to get me to charge your batteries or what? He's going to yes. have you on a bicycle. <laughs> But it's not me. It's it's AOC. I'm just giving them the idea. It, dude, this is not my idea. Well, it's my idea for them to implement. Yeah. Green New Deal, put those farts to work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wind power. No, it's a fat form. Oh, goodness. So anyway. Yeah, but since we're communists, you can you can segue into the story. <laughs> nice. Well, that's what she looks like. It's peppermint patty for Dude, freaking I, peanuts. I can't stand this woman. In more healthcare settings and respond to hotspots. The president will outline five areas his team is focused on to get more Americans vaccinated. One, uh, targeted community by community door to door outreach to get remaining Americans vaccinated by ensuring they have the information they need on how both safe and accessible the vaccine is. Two, a renewed emphasis on getting the vaccines to more primary care doctors and physicians, something that we've seen. And I'm going to go wow. on a limb and say that everybody has the information they need. I don't know that anybody's really in the dark about 
about getting a vaccine. I think everybody that's and and they've made it accessible to everybody. You know, at first it was you know older people, and then they opened it up to younger people and all that stuff. So and now they've opened it up to people that don't care. Yeah. Us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, where you idiots have messed up. Dude, when Biden got in, the ticker tape came down of daily deaths and all these things. Dude, no, nobody cares. Nobody's keeling over from coronavirus. That, that same guy at work, then that same conversation brought up, like, you don't even believe in the coronavirus. No, that's not what I said. I just, and Rex called this from the very, very, like, day one, and uh, which he's not a smart person. That's why, you know what I'm saying? Like, have to say this is because I, w- I was astounded. I was like, man, this guy, co- the broken clock's right twice a day. No, <laughs> but, but it's funny though, because like, and I'll admit, dude, uh, even on our podcast, like when, when they were talking the crazy stuff about like 2 million deaths by August, like, man, that, that's kind of not good. And like, it, it, <laughs> and he was like, man. did you go to your bunker? I wish I had a bunker. Uh, he, uh, and I would have uh, some fat people power it. <laughs> I didn't prison some fat people to power it with some bikes. It's powered by calories. <laughs> yes. But no, he was just saying like, and like I was even like uh, a little like salty because he's like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to catch that. I'm not going to die from that. That is zero concern. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, But now uh, it's like patently and full-fledged, 100% obvious like that. And I can't remember. There was like three new variants like with some ep- Epsilon or it was like the printer. Yeah. It was the name of a printer. I know that. Oh, yeah. They got they cover the airline, the train, and the printer. They got the Delta, they got the Amtrak, and they got the Epson. Is it really an Amtrak one? No, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> but that, it really is Delta. Is that guy on there? <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, baby. What are you doing? Joey, baby. Joey, baby. <laughs> hey, what's the big deal? The, the, what, you, what you doing? What's the big deal? Tony I thought they going to shoot him. Yeah. For real, I really did. Yeah, corn yeah. pop. Yeah. <laughs> corn pop. So anyway. Uh, so what they're saying here, I guess, is if you don't go along with their plan, they gave you the opportunity to get vaccinated so they can get their numbers up, get the ratios up like they said they were going to do. If you don't go along with it, then they're going to come to your door and start harassing you so that you do. Yeah what they want you to do it starts with a vaccination it ends with what and see and they've opened this up to to children and stuff now i think down to the age of like 12 or something maybe but i listened to an interview with one of the guys that came up with the rna style vaccination and one of his concerns and this is the guy that that was influential with the you know with the the making of the RNA vaccine, which is not a traditional type of vaccine. And some of his concerns were later on and, and they don't even know like they, because this was, this was absolutely fast tracked and they have no idea what long-term effects this is going to have. But one of his primary concerns for their RNA style vaccine was lymphoma and leukemia. So, they have no idea what this is going to do. And that's, mm-hmm. that's like I said, that's coming from one of the guys that helped develop the RNA style. Yeah. And e- even if it wasn't for that, my, but you, my, my hesitancy would come from, dude, leave me alone. Like, well, sell me on it. Dude, but no, if, it, if it didn't suck, 
it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, well, this is just like, this is just like your sexual preference. Like, what? It, it's none of your business. Just oh. like if I take a vaccine or not, it's none of your business. It has nothing to do with you. That's where you're wrong. Don't we have that headline queued up? Yes, that's not your business. Yeah. So right here. That's damn well Joe Biden's business. Because Joe Biden absolutely, when they t- when they brief him on those numbers, he totally has the capacity to know what's going on with that. Crenshaw tweeting, how about don't knock on my door? You are not my parents. You are the government. Make the vaccine available and let people be free to choose. Why is that concept so hard for the left? Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs tweeting, it's none of the government's business knowing who has or hasn't been vaccinated. Joining me now is Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra, who is helping in this effort to get Americans vaccinated. I really wish they would put his assistant on that guy, the Health and Human Services. Yeah. Secretary, the tranny. What yeah. can can we get? Can yeah. we at least get them they on? That would be sweet. Yeah. Can can we get this thing a little bit more diverse? Yeah. They're probably I mean, undergoing a surgery or something. I just think it's BS, dude. Get get this stupid mug off of here. Let's see uh, him, her, they. What well, I mean, I'm sorry, not but him. They, I'm sorry. Let me see they. You know what I mean? Sorry, I just had to say that. Dick. That's just, that's that's they name. Her they name. Named, her name is Dick. They named no. They name. They named Dick. But see, none of this it. It's still absolutely none of their business. And I don't know if you've seen in the headlines here this last week, but Cuomo, governor, uh, governor of New York. His daughter's a demisexual. Yeah, which his daughter's also, he's a great parent, and his daughter's a demisexual. But he declared um, gun crime a uh, an epidemic. So they're, and and they've been trying to do things as far as, like, doxing gun owners. We want to know if our community's safe, you know, under under the guise of safety. We want to know if are legal just, gun owners the ones committing the majority of that crime? Well, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like all you're doing is is telling criminals who has guns. So if you've legally applied for a gun in the you know in New York, then so out of the hundred plus wanna, shootings that took place in Chicago this weekend. How many legal gun owners? And do, I don't oh, know, but I'm going to go ahead and say 100%. zero. I'm going to go ahead and say zero, zero legal gun owners committed any of those crimes in Chicago over the weekend. No, zero. I disagree. They were all 100% purchased by the book. Well, I don't know that it's even possible because, or rather, I'm sorry, legal to own a gun in any capacity in Chicago. I think yeah, they've I got a full-fledged weapon ban there. If I'm not mistaken, I'd be wrong, but. Uh, sir, thank you so much for being with us. I wonder if you can answer that criticism it's none of the government's business knowing who has or hasn't been vaccinated what do you say brianna uh, perhaps uh, we should point out that the federal government has had to spend trillions of dollars to try to keep americans alive during this pandemic so it is absolutely the government government's business it is- you had to spend trillions of dollars where did those dollars come from the federal government had to spend this money that we took from you <laughs> what the hell sorry taxpayers business if we have to continue to spend money to try to keep people from contracting COVID and helping reopen the economy and so it is our business to try to make sure Americans can prosper Americans can freely associate and knocking on a door has never this guy's pattern I'm trying to figure out how it costs money to reopen an economy no hang on I'm I'm still stuck on the fact how just because they've spent trillions of dollars, it's any of their business. Because the 
with the whole interstate system, how much money did that cost? How much money did they spend on that? Does that mean they need to know what time you leave, where you go, the hours you're traveling, the kind of vehicle that you're in? Okay, with the stimulus checks, how much was spent on that? Does that mean they need to know exactly what you bought with that? And they need to know how fast you spent it, when you got it, how long it was in your hands, where it went, and what was purchased with it. That's complete BS. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, none of this that is That guy's creepy, yeah. too, by the way. Something's going on. That guy, but, that guy's off, dude. He's creepy. Like, but that's what I'm I saying. he's a like, robot. You guys completely trashed the economy under, you know, under lockdown, like unprecedented stuff that I've never seen, that, I mean, we've never seen no and then somehow or another it cost you you had to spend money to reopen the economy all you all you people had to say was you can go back to work what cost money was you paying people more incentive to keep them at home <laughs> oh yeah that, i mean they're the kings of creating problems that they can quote unquote fix so and that's which i do that my what i was saying earlier my whole hesitancy about a vaccine isn't like, oh, I'm going to die, or it, it, side effects. Like, I mean, sure, those are valid concerns. I don't have what's – my concern is, why do you want me to get this so bad? This just seems very peculiar to me. Like, I'm healthy. Well, I'm my good. whole thing is, look – I don't I'm want an, that. I don't want it. I'm an adult. Everything me on this planet has inherent risk. <laughs> Driving here had risk. <laughs> so, I mean, but I still got my vehicle. I was like, you know what? I'm going to risk it. I'm I'm gonna brave the highway today, and dude, I know that's kind of like eating that large pizza has a risk it of does. me trying to, you know, of of this guy over here wanting me to pedal and power his yeah. podcast. But, but I'm you, gonna though. eat it absolutely. But I'm also helping you burn the and calories. You know We're just putting those calories to good use. If sometime on my way home I want to smoke a cigarette, I'll swing in the store. I'll buy a pack of cigarettes. You put your stupid warning on the pack of the cigarettes and leave me alone while I smoke. Like and charge you your, five times what it was a yeah. few years ago. But if I can afford it, it's none of your business. Like, well, see, it's now, just not. On a side note, I do not want my fat people smoking. I want your lungs to be primo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no tar all yeah. off in your lungs. We're going to work the smoke out of you, boy. <laughs> yeah. No, we got to quit all that, dude. <laughs> so the next one is senior San Francisco official compares those who complain about surging crime and looting to KKK members. Uh, this was a tweet that, that, that someone uh, posted. Anecdotally, every single one of my friends right now is considering leaving San Francisco, and frankly, myself included. The biggest driver is no longer cost of living. It's crime. My friends are scared for their children, and husbands are scared for their wives. And so someone puts, so sad, such loss. And then Kate Chadfield, who is, uh, what is her position? A senior director and district, district attorney. Chelsea Bowden's office. Okay. She, she says, uh, quote, husbands are scared for their wives. Reminder that the, quote, crime surge crowd shares the same ideology as the birth of a nation. And so, the the comparison to the KKK for the, who's drawn the correlation to saying the crime is committed by black people? The original poster or the one with the response talking about the birth of a nation? The the flaming uh, yeah. liberal is the one making it about race because you th you're the one making the determination that it's all black people because you're the one that's actually racist. 
crime's crime. Nobody said no. The, the woman who made the original post didn't say anything about who was committing the crime, and so, so for husbands to be scared for their wives, like, okay. And you're a feminist too, so that makes a lot of sense. So she later set her set her Twitter to private after there was a massive backlash. But do this this crazy uh, precedence that that white feminists put on race can't understand it. But so that what how is it that in San Francisco with the the penalty like for for uh, theft there was a threshold that they wouldn't prosecute. It was like nine hundred dollars and below. So, there was the video of the guy with a garbage bag on a bike. He just, have you seen this? Where yeah. he rides into Walgreens, yeah. loads the bag up, they film it. And he, I mean, this dude couldn't, it would be impossible for this dude to care less. I mean, he just rides out. Yeah, he's just loading up. <laughs> just like he shot. But, dude, like he didn't but even, I mean, even people standing around filming the guy. Yeah, he couldn't be bothered to get off the bike, get a cart, and go steal with that, and then, you know, sack it up and leave. Nah, dude, I'm just going to ride the bike straight through the automatic door. Bing, bang, boom, load up. We out. <laughs> but, I mean, what would you do if you saw a guy just loading stuff up? He just rolls a bicycle into where? Oh, no, dude. If, like, the, co- if the company slash governmental policy is what it is in San Francisco, dude, what the f- What do I care? Pfft. Load it up, boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, that's same with Target. They're not going to freaking prosecute looters. What the What the crap? Would I, dude, if you don't care about your sh- why on earth would I care about it? Target but, sucks anyway. But Walgreens does, and they've closed down a number of their locations ju- because of this. Because they, Wal- like, Walgreens does what? what? They do care about their, their business, and they're, they're having to close because of it. They've closed down a number of, of different locations good. just because. Good. No, I'm just saying. It's not there, but you can't expect a cashier to go fight this guy. I mean, dude, you, Mm-mm. I mean, honestly. Well, no, it's good that they're closing because that's, if that's the government policy in that area, leave. Take your business elsewhere. That's smart. Close it down. And if people are out of jobs, like, and so that puts more people out of work. So there's more jobless people there. Good. That's what, dude, San Francisco's great. And that's, that's the seriously think about it dude this nancy pelosi that's her district san francisco this is what this cockamamie asinine insane policy leads to this is this is what you guys are made of you love this and so and the thing is you can't really say why do people keep voting for him because it's obvious the cheating is on such a level uh, unprecedented level but and that's one of the beautiful things about this, dude. So there, there's about to be a lot more attention. This is, it's, like I said at the, the earlier on, it's becoming a focal point for everyone. And Donald Trump's going to do a really, really good job of exposing all of this because he's not going to... Look, dude, if you look at the numbers from, from any, any press conference, anything that Joe Biden's done, you're talking like a thousand, literally a thousand views. Versus 350,000 views. Um, dude, a crowd of 30,000 versus a crowd of maybe 30 with regularity. Donald Trump is still supremely popular. And, and that's not, that's not going to change. And, and that's one of the things that we, we had a small off-air discussion. Uh, the producer didn't like one of our shows, so we had, a, we had to cut out and do a little bit of house cleaning. But Donald Trump's not going anywhere that he is able and always has been able to circumvent the mainstream media. And so uh, somebody was talking about this today. Oh, so Donald Trump would still be president if he wasn't on Twitter. 
false, patently false. No, the people that convinced the, the convinced the populace, even right, because how many times have, have either of you guys heard? I just wish Donald Trump would stay off Twitter. He he says this, 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 and this. Why? Because the media, the left media, is the one that pushed that narrative. Oh, he he says this and he says that. So and you guys screw us over for yeah. a lifetime. And this dude, this dude has a, a tweet that might not be the most articulate thing. And that's the problem? No, that's not the problem. That was the mechanism that he used to circumvent their bullshit. And that's what he's still doing now. And that apparatus wasn't quick and easy to build, but, but they're fleshing it out, and it's happening. And anytime he makes an appearance, that R- R- RSBN network, dude, they set a record when they moved to Rumble because YouTube banned them. So, nah, dude, th- this is far, far from over. And so... But I've heard people do the same thing, mate. Like what you're talking about with, well, I wish you would stay off Twitter. And but just this last week, you've got Biden saying, you know, you you can't take on the government with with AR-15s and stuff. You need nukes and you need F-16s and stuff like that. Like that sounded like a veiled threat to pretty much everybody that listened to it it sounded I mean, more like the, a, not not a veiled threat it just sounded like a threat yeah <laughs> but that's what i'm saying don't you don't you really want like don't you don't you want to go back to when the president just said mean tweets well like, yeah you know for sure. instead of like threatening the u.s population like threatening conservatives threatening well, dude, gun if, owners, if, like, if, if they're not that big of a deal and you need ar-15s then, or, or i'm sorry F, f-15s then yeah do that that worked great in Afghanistan, by the way, and Iraq. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so and what they so they're pull they pull out of uh, what was Bagram, I think, uh, air base, and then within a matter of hours, it was already taken over. Yep. So, so and I don't think they were. I'm pretty sure they weren't using F-15s to do that. So whatever. But anyway, well, actually, that's not a that's not a great argument. But anyway, are we gonna watch the rest of that video? We never even started it. It was just for the first few seconds. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, seeing an uptick in shoplifting like that, you just grab and run. Lauren, uh, which stores are being targeted? That's in Newman Marcus in San Francisco. Those masked robbers, they smashed the display cases inside, and then they ran out with those handbags piling into getaway cars. Organized retail crime like that, where there's a plan, there's a getaway car. It's become rampant in San Francisco, Sacramento, and Los Angeles. Target, they're closing some of their stores four hours early at 6 p.m. Walgreens, they've closed entirely 17 stores in San Francisco over the past couple of years. So, yeah, there's security guards at these stores, but they're told, look, it's not worth it. Don't go after the shoplifters. Those shoplifters get away with not even a slap on the wrist, Ashley. Yeah, complete anarchy is what it's called. And also, yeah. Lauren, a senior of in the San Francisco District Attorney's uh, Office is linking this recent surge in crime to racism. What did she say? Her name is Kate Chatfield, and she works in the San Francisco's DA office. So she was responding mm. to a tweet about residents and families worried about these, these crime levels. Let me show you her response. Husbands and wives, husbands are scared for their wives, I apologize. Your reminder that the crime surge crowd shares the same ideology as the birth of a nation. 
as a controversial film from the 1900s that glorifies the Ku Klux Klan as heroic men protecting American values and husbands protecting wives. So Chatfield is sending the message, if you're worried about robberies and shootings where you live, well, then you got to be a racist. She since took her Twitter account private because I'm, I'm sure the critics yeah. were out there, Ashley. I'm sure they were, and rightly so. Lauren, thank you very much. And now... She was the one that drew the correlation because the left is, uh, yeah. like I said previously, obsessed with race. You're the one that linked the criminality to the race of black. Yeah, because You that, did that. That was a response to a previous tweet, was it not? Correct. And the previous tweet mentioned nothing about race. It no. just meant about... It just mentioned... You know, crime. Husband, yeah, it crime. mentioned crime. Yeah. And so, the, yeah, the, the, the flaming, ridiculous, idiotic liberal is the one that made the correlation to race. because yeah. And they are absolutely obsessed with it. And, and the, the thing is, she's absolutely right, because everybody that piled out of that Neiman Marcus or whatever, they, I mean, they were they, those were black people. I mean, everybody that piled out of there. Right, but still, the first person that posted yeah. doesn't necessarily know that they're black or didn't state that they're black. Therefore, people that didn't watch the video would not know that they were black. So, they're still no, the racist ones. Yeah, she's, yeah, for sure. But she was still right. <laughs> yeah, she was right. Sort of. But that's okay. But that would be like the, oh, like the January 6th commission. If those were white people piling out of there, do you think, would that be acceptable or would they be, would they be hunted down? What do you think? Oh, out of that store there? Yeah. Because, I mean, like, when we watched over 2020 and we watched all of the the riots and all of that stuff, like, they they attributed that basically to, like, this, this is reparations. You you guys owe us this. This mm -hmm. store, you know what I mean? This, this store right here that we're looting and the contents of it are basically, like, you just paying us back. Yeah, so no, I I I I don't know, dude. It, it, there's dude, it's it's uh almost pointless trying to figure out their mindset and like what it's just so debased and far from reality. Do do I think they would have tried to apprehend those people if they were white? The the first thing I the, I the first conclusion I come to is like they're not white. That's I mean, I mean, <laughs> uh, what I'm, no, what I'm saying is that like carious um that's not something I've seen. So, like, do you see these big brawls that's usually... Actually, not usually. It's never white people. Like, I don't... Yeah, and I mean, what you would expect, if if it was some little Antifa guys, what you expect from them is to, like, graffiti on stuff, spray paint, sure. break some glass. Yeah, you know but, I mean? but, yeah so, look, Things dude, like I, well, I'll drop the pretenses and not be like, oh, I'm, uh, I shouldn't say this is controversial. It's not controversial. This is the truth. I have not seen footage of white people doing that tactic. She said they're going in there and those busting stuff out. I've seen plenty of videos of black youths doing that. Um, and the the brawls that you see, like in public, just these massive brawls, is also the again. I've have not seen one with anybody but black people engaging in that. And so, um, so I, I do. So it's not really fair, uh, you know, to, to ask, but I um, saw so I don't know. I don't know if they would go after him or not. I, I would kind of be inclined to think that they probably would, but I, I don't know. It's, do you think that they would? Yes. Probably so. Yeah. That, I mean, would be my 
would be my first guess. Like I said, that that's what the the media has attributed all of this to over the last year is just reparations. And it's just kind of, it goes back to that kind of soft bigotry. You know, it's like, well... No, dude, the, the, the left is rife with that, and that woman just proved it. The low expectations. She expected yes. that the people that were perpetuating that crime wave were black. She's the one that made that determination. Nobody... But that's the thing with them. They, and you see it time and time and time again. And um, there's so many uh, good black conservatives um, that aren't... I mean, it doesn't matter that they're black. They're, they're, as far as like being political commentators, they're phenomenal. And um, that's why they're vilified so much by the left is because... The, and it's, we encompassed that in that Vernon Jones video last week. That was part of the brilliance of his tactic was outlining that you want to control what we think. You hate that I'm thinking independently. And he was right. And the guy didn't have an answer for that because it was true. And you see it time and time again. Alyssa Milano has done it in the past before. You sit there and try to dictate. Uh, Chelsea Handler was another one. She did that to 50 Cent, like the, the rapper guy. You're trying to tell these people what they should be thinking. He wasn't allowed to support Trump. I thought you were black. Um, he's black. Never, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's still black. But this, this stupid, disconnected, idiotic, white, rich woman thought she could make the determination of his level of blackness. It's ridiculous. And that's a very common theme with the left. You don't get to determine somebody's freaking blackness. And so the thing is, it, like this leftist, you determine their level of blackness by the level of criminality that you saw. You did that, not me. That's not that, that didn't occur because I just said that. I just said what you did, because that's what you dirtbags constantly do. You can you think you get to set precedent for black culture at every level, and you can't. That's why you people are so terrible. They're terrible. Next one, because we're pressed for time. Uh, you scroll that up. I'll just read from there. That guy looks like a real winner. I, and I've read about this guy before. Democrat megadonor and Hillary Powell, Hillary Powell, Ed Buck, shot drugs and are passed out sex partners. This, these are some real winners. And so this is the type of people that they surround themselves with. And how come there's no people? So Donald Trump is so bad, blah, 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 blah. Like you spend all this time, money, effort investigating Trump for like all these insane things. And yet people like Harvey Weinstein and this butthole are right there in the immediate sphere of Hillary Clinton and Bill. Uh, the Washington Examiner reported, Washington Examiner reported, Democrat megadonor Ed Buck, who is about to stand trial on the drugging deaths of two men, lured a stream of young participants into his West Hollywood apartment where they were injected with methamphetamine and played sexual fetish, game, fetish games, federal prosecutors said. One victim went to Buck's apartment to model underwear and ingested, ingested a drink that made him feel paralyzed, and when he started to come to, he saw Buck injecting him with something. According to... I tell you what, dude, is this guy related to Bill Cosby? According to... <laughs> <laughs> you see this, you're too late. <laughs> that was not a pudding pop. <laughs> According to U.S. Attorney's Official uh, pretrial memo filed on Friday. The victim met Buck through an online advertisement host a party, which was understood to mean drug and drug use and sex. Buck, 66, has been charged with six counts of methamphetamine distribution, including two cases of death, two counts of interstate prostitution, and one count of operating a drug den. The trial starts July 13th, and is expected to last eight days. The charge of distribution of methamphetamine resulting in death carries a 20-year man mandatory minimum sentence and a maximum of life imprisonment. 
And so, yeah, it was he had like a fetish for black guys. So that was uh, three black guys he did that to. The, the last one didn't die. And that's how he got in big trouble. But that is the company that Hillary Clinton keeps. Yeah, which it doesn't surprise me. I mean, all, all of the weird oh my sexual fetish stuff that surrounds Look them at this guy, all. dude. That's what, what a wacko. Is that a, is that a, that looks like a white dude. He is a white guy, but he okay. was doing it to black men. Gay oh, black that's men. the guy that was doing it. Yeah, he was the okay. one that was drugging the black man. Okay. Yeah, they had their pictures up side by side. I thought he was another yeah, picture. No, that, that, now here's the black guy modeling his underwear. So, in front of an American flag. Oh damn, he is, isn't he? What a, that's that's weird. Yeah. Mm. But my last story that I'm super pumped about, dude, because, and this is just another case of Donald Trump being right, like, and that can't that that aspect of the story should not be discounted, because the media, do, I mean, to say they slobbered and slathered all over this guy would be. A yes. massive understatement. They were talking about making him the president. He's a hero. He's all he's going to take down Trump with Stormy Daniels. Michael Avenatti sentenced to 30 months in prison for trying to extort Nike. A judge on Thursday afternoon handed down a 30-month prison sentence to disgraced attorney Michael Avenatti, who rose to national prominence purely by casting himself as a left-wing champion fighting former President Donald Trump for attempting to extort Nike for up to $25 million. Avenatti's punishment is less than the 9 to 11 year range per federal guideline is likely to disappoint federal prosecutors who sought a, sought a substantial sentence. Mr. Avenatti's conduct was outrageous, stated uh, Judge Gardef, Paul Gardefi, who said in U.S. District Court in Manhattan, he hijacked his client's claims and he used and he used him to further his own agenda. He must have been, that must be a typo. He used them to further his own agenda, which was to extort Nike for millions of dollars for himself. He outright, outright, either that guy talks, that judge talks like an idiot, or this is all out of whack. (laughs) (laughs) He outright betrayed his client, the judge added. Mr. Avenatti had become drunk on power of his platform and what he perceived the power of his platform to be. Avenatti broke into tears. Oh, this is George. This is great. Because if you remember, him and Donald Trump Jr. went back on Twitter and like Donald Trump Jr. got the last laugh when this butthole got arrested. Because he was, he had said, "I guarantee you, Donald Trump Jr. is going to jail. I don't, I don't bluff. You know, blah 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 blah." So Avenatti broke into tears while addressing the court ahead of his sentence, saying, "I am truly sorry for all of the pain I caused. I alone have destroyed my career. You got that right. You can say that again. You did. My relationships <laughs> and my life, and there is no doubt I need to pay. Yeah, you do need to pay, and it needs to be more than thirty months." Criminal fraud charges on two two coasts disrupted Avenatti's rapid ascent to fame. He also faces the start of a fraud trial next week. Oh, that's good. In the Los Angeles area, second California criminal trial later this year. Wow. And a separate trial next year in Manhattan where he is charged with cheating Stormy Daniels out of hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> this is great, dude. What and dude, this this is the people that you love. Yeah, and the, the guy and that they're ripping ju- each other off. Yeah, and then Ed Buck was another guy that you love because he was donating money too. Like you're all a bunch of reprobate wacko crooks. Which that's the thing too. Like I could not care less that he was extorting Nike. No, so yeah, what you, like, that's I, a good point. I can, don't care. Like, <laughs> I, I, all of y'all can go to jail, dude. You can sell it. Like, yeah. You can share a cell together for all I care. Because you know, Nike's extorting those slaves in China, exactly. too. Exactly. Like, what What difference does it make? Like, I, <laughs> yeah, Buck put a needle in that dude's arm. <laughs> but 
but you're right. The media, like, absolutely just <laughs> fawned over this guy. Just, I mean, just loved it. He's going to be the next president. Like, no, absolutely not. You, all I know is that Buck, he won't up. <laughs> and, hey, look, if he's got to use a needle to do it, man, that's his business. He donated to Hillary. He's got, he's got it in the clear, dude. In fact, I'll tell you what. The people that found him guilty, they might be committing suicide. Now, Buck may accidentally hurt himself. <laughs> he might, dude. He may do it. Might commit suicide with a gunshot to the back of the head. <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> double tap. Oh, yeah. He's used to a double tap, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you got to quit snorting on air, dude. That's very embarrassing. Uh, so, anyways, charge alleg uh, charges alleging he cheated Daniels out of proceeds from a book deal followed weeks later. Avenatti pleaded not guilty to all charges. Yeah, well, that didn't do him any good. Yeah, that's... Uh, those political aspirations evaporated when prosecutors in California and New York charged Avenatti with fraud in March 2019. California prosecutors said he was enjoying a $200,000 a month lifestyle while cheating clients out of millions of dollars and failing to pay hundreds of thousands to the IRS. And so the whole time that he was chastising, just, just like they all fall eventually, the people that came after, look, because right now what they're doing in the, in the New York, the New York prosecutor is trying to, to bring charges up on the CFO from Trump's organization, all BS, going to fail, nothing's going to happen, take it to the bank. If you had anything on Donald Trump, the, the biggest thing they had on Donald Trump was the, the, uh, the tape when he talked about gra the, the women letting him grab them by the... And again, that's a little bit different than Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein and Ed Buck and so many others who yeah. drug people, <laughs> rape people. He said they'll do anything. They'll, like when you're Donald Trump, they will let you grab yeah. them. They didn't have video. That, that, <laughs> means, it, that means it was not. They, they, so like they let. And, and so the people that can't see, I'm leaning back. <laughs> spread eagled. Just open. They let you. So they, it's like a flower. They just opened up. <laughs> You're sick. What's wrong with you? But so they, anyway. They didn't have anybody testify. Like seeing Donald Trump, like double vision, Donald Trump coming at him with a needle, injecting him with something. Like, <laughs> nope, none of that. Yeah, dude. And so the, and I think I want to say that, that Trump's nickname for him was the creepy porn lawyer. And again, mm. right again, dude, Donald Trump has a really hard time being wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? I get so tired of winning. <laughs> yeah, you'd be so tired of winning. <laughs> That's like one of the, his best lines ever, dude. Like, gotta miss that guy. So, uh, yeah. Have fun in there, buddy. And hopefully, hopefully some of that stuff will be extended through these other cases. So hopefully you can go to prison all over the country. That'd be great, dude. After you serve 30 months there, perhaps they can move you somewhere else and, uh, so I think he's in California now, and the next one will be in New York. Maybe you can do a, a good stand up there in New York, too. Get a cell with Bubba. <laughs> yeah. We'll be seeing you, boy. <laughs> That's it for today. Please uh, remember, subscribe, like, send us an email. If you're able, anybody is able to, to phone in, um, email us, info at commonmanscommonsense.com. Subscribe. Boom roasted. That's it.